troubled times of the American Civil War, there was a youthful private who had dreamed of battles all his life. He dreamed of vague and bloody conflicts which had thrilled him with their sweep and fire, and visions he had seen himself in many struggles. Ma, uh, I did it. Don't be a fool, Henry. I enlisted. Uh, well, the Lord's will be done. Henry, now you watch out in this here fighting business. You watch out and take good care of yourself. Don't go a-thinking you can lick the whole rebel army at the start. Because you can't. I know, I know. You're just one little fellow amongst a whole lot of others. And you've got to keep quiet and do what they tell. I know how you are, Henry. Aww. Now I've knit you eight pairs of socks and I've put in all your shirts. Because I want my boy to be just as warm and comfortable as any in the army. Um, it's getting late. And always, be careful and choose your company. There's lots of bad men in the army. Now, I don't want you to ever do anything that you would be ashamed to let me know about. Just think as if I was watching you. If you keep that in your mind always, well, I guess it'll come out about right. And you must remember your father too. Child, and remember he never drunk a drop of liquor in his life and seldom swore cross oath. Ma, I gotta go. I don't know what else to tell you, Henry. Except that you should never do no shrinking on my account. If so be a time comes and you have to be killed or do a mean thing. Why, Henry, don't think of anything except what's right. I won't, Ma. Now, I put a cup of blackberry jam with your bundle because I know you love it above all things. Goodbye, Henry. Watch out and be a good boy. When the youth looked up from the gate, he could see his mother's face upraised and stained with tears. He bowed his head and went on feeling suddenly ashamed of his purposes. The coals reluctantly from the earth and the retiring fogs revealed an army out on the hills, resting. Slowly, Henry's regiment awakened and began to tremble with eagerness of rumors. We're gonna move tomorrow. <laughs> That's a lie. I tell you, the army's going to move. Well, you don't know everything in the world, do you? I didn't say I know everything in the world. What are you talking about? How do you know this? I heard it from a very reliable friend. Who heard it from a cavalryman? Who heard it from his brother? Who heard it from an orderly at division headquarters? You can believe it or not. Just as you like. I don't give a dang. It's a lie. I don't believe this army's ever going to move. I've got to move eight times in the last two weeks. We ain't moved yet. All you gotta do is sit down and wait as quiet as you can. Then pretty soon, you'll find out I was right. Oh, you'll see fighting this time, my boy. What'll be a regular out-and-out -out fighting? They're saying everybody's taken off for Richmond, and they're leaving us here to fight all the Johnnies. They're racing blazes all over the camp. There's been heaps of fun poked at them because they're new, of course. Hardly any of them done real fighting before, like me. Most of them younger than me, 
but most of them are like you. They'll fight all right, I guess. Think any of the boys will run? Oh, there may be a few of them who run. But there's them kind in every regiment, especially when they first goes under fire. They call the regiment Fresh Fish and Mule Drivers. But the boys come from good stock, and most of them will fight like fun after they once get shooting. Oh, you think you know everything? You know, I don't give a good hoot what you think. Hey, Jim. Never said I know everything. Oh, you Did know I, that? Henry? You no, hear me sir. say I know everything. No. So what's this lunkhead saying uh, it? Jim. That's what Jim. I like to know. Jim, did you ever think you might run yourself, Jim? Uh, me? Run? Well, I thought it might get too hot for Jim Conklin and some of them scrimmages. And if a whole lot of boys started to run, I suppose I'd start and run. No. Yes. Yes, I would. <laughs> Come on. And I'll tell you, if I once started to run, I'd run like the devil. And make no mistake. You mean it? Sure shooting. But if everyone was standing and a fighting, why, I'd stand and fight. By Jiminy, I would. Henry had a serious problem. He lay in his bunk pondering upon it. He tried to mathematically prove to himself that he would not run from battle. A little panic fear grew in his mind. What's the matter with me? He told himself that he was not formed for a soldier, but he was different from the rest. As he sweated in the pain of these thoughts, he could hear the men in the next tent, betting on the outcome of the battle. The next morning, Jim woke Henry up. Come on, Henry. What? What's going on? You'll see soon enough. Before he was entirely awake, he found himself running down the road to a battlefield. Henry was frightened. The brigade was halted in the fringe of the grove. The men crouched among the trees and pointed their restless guns. A shell like the devil went over the heads of the reserves. Here they come! Here they come! The enemy ran forward, giving shrill yells, stopping and swinging their rifles. A hatless general shot his fist and shouted, You've got to hold them back! You've got to hold them back! Oh, we're in for it now! We're in for it now! Reserve your fire, boys! Don't shoot till they get real close up. Don't be fools! Fire! Fire! Henry suddenly lost his himself, became consumed by a red rage. Well, why don't they support us? Why don't they send the supports? What do they think? At last, an exultant yell went along the quivering line. We've held them back! We've held them back! We sure did! We've held them back! But of a sudden, cries of amazement broke along the ranks. Oh no. Oh, say, this is too much of a good thing. I didn't come here to find the whole rebel army. We can't stand a second man. We can't stand it. Why can't somebody send us a part? This is a mistake. This can't happen. There was no shame in their faces. They ran like rabbits. He ran like a madman. I've got to get away. Run! Look at those gunners. Don't you see? You'll all be dead. Dead! There. He doesn't understand how impossible this is, that's all. If I stay here a while, maybe he'll all on me to tell him. I couldn't tell him, any fool can see that. If they don't retreat while they have the chance. 
Yes, yes, by have by, by heavens they have! They've held them back! What? They've held them back now! We've got them for sure! Held them, but but that's impossible. They've held them back by heavens! How could they do that to me? I ran, yes, I did! By thunder! Of course I ran, I had to save myself, didn't I? Well, didn't I? I'm a little part of this army, I, I saved myself for the army. <laughs> yes, yes I did. The others, why, they were just fools. Anybody could see that. The youth went into the deep thickets. It's peaceful here. At length, he reached a place where the arching bouts made a kind of chapel. He softly pushed aside the green doors and entered. There was a religious half-light. He was being looked at by a dead man. The man was seated with his back against a tree, the eyes staring at the youth. Henry burst into a run. He imagined the dead man was screaming after him from his chapel of green. Finally, Henry came to a road from which he could see a column of blood-stained, wounded men marching. The suffering men were cursing, groaning, and wailing in pain. There was a tattered man covered with dust and blood. The youth wished that he too had a wound, a red badge of courage. Was a pretty good fight, wasn't it? What? Was a pretty good fight, wasn't it? Yes. I never see fillers fight, so how they did fight, I know it turned out this way. You can't lock the boys. No, sir. There's fighters, they be. They didn't run, did they? No, sir. They fought and fought and fought. <clears throat> Where you hit, old boy? What? Where you hit? Hit? Well, I'm not hit. Not hit? I, I guess I'm just lucky, that's all. One of the men has a gray seal of death upon him. His hands were bloody from where he had pressed them upon his wounds. Well, Jim Conklin! Hello, Henry. Oh, Jim. Where you been, Henry? I thought maybe you got killed over. Oh, Jim. You know, I was out there. And what a circus. And by Jiminy, I got shot. I'll tell you what I'm afraid of, Henry. I'll tell you what I'm afraid of. I'm afraid I'll fall down and then, you know, them dumb artillery wagons, they'll, like as not, will run me over. That's what I'm afraid of. I'll take care of you, Jim. I, I'll take care of you. I, I swear I will. Just pull me out of the road. I'd do it for you, wouldn't I, Henry? Lean on me, Jim. Just lean on me. No, no, no. Leave me be. I better take you out off the road, Jim. There's a battery coming. How can you keep walking like this? Uh, oh, in the fields. Oh. Jim, don't run, Jim. Jim, what makes you this way? You're hurt bad, Jim. No, no, don't touch me. Leave me be. Leave me be. Turning his head swiftly, the youth saw his friend running in, sta in a staggering and stumbling way toward a little clump of bushes. Where are you going, Jim? What are you thinking about? Where are you going? Just tell me, Jim, won't you? The tall soldier turned and, lurching dangerously, went on. Jim! 
The youth followed. Leave me be for a minute. Leave me be. Jim, what's the matter with you, Jim? Leave me be. Finally, the chest of the doomed soldier began to heave. For a moment, then the tremor of his legs caused him to dance a hideous sort of jig. His arms beat wildly around his head. The tall soldier stretched to his full height, then fell to the ground. Jim? Oh God, Jim. As the flap of the blue jacket fell away from the body, Henry could see that his side looked as if it had been chewed by wolves. The youth turned toward the battlefield. No. Suddenly, the youth saw dark waves of blue men sweeping down upon him. You seem in a pretty bad way, boy. What? Well, I'm going your way. The whole gang's going your way. I guess I could give you a lift. What regiment do you belong to? 304th New York. Oh, you're a far way off then. Come on. This was the most mixed up fight I ever did see. Men scattered all over the place. It'll be a miracle if half of them find the regiment tonight. You know, there was a boy killed in my company today that I thought the world of. Jack was a nice feller. It hurt like thunder to see old Jack get knocked flat. Ah, there you are. See that fire? Yeah. That's where your regiment is. Goodbye, old boy, and good luck to you. Who goes there? Who is that? Why, it's me, Henry. Henry? Henry Fleming? Well, I'm sure glad to see you. I give you up for a goner. I thought he was dead for sure. Henry felt that he must produce a story in case they might guess that he ran. Yes, I've... I've had an awful time. I've been all over. Way over on the right. Terrible fighting. I had an awful time. I, I got separated from the regiment. Over on the right, I... I got shot. What? Got shot? Just grazed a little in the head. Why do you say so? Poor old boy, we'll fix you up. I've never seen such fighting. Awful time. I don't see how I could have gotten separated from the regiment. I got shot, too. Here, take my blanket. We'll see how you feel in the morning. And Henry fell into an uneasy sleep. I feel pretty bad. Shoot. I'd hope to feel all right this morning. Let's see the bandage. I guess it slipped. Well, what do you think the chances are? You think we'll wall with them? Well, the day before yesterday, you would have bet you could have licked the whole kit and caboodle all by yourself. Would I? I guess I would. I was a pretty big fool in those days. All the officers say we got the rubs in a pretty right box. Where I was, it looked as if we were getting a pretty good pounding yesterday. No. Jim Conklin's dead. Jim Conklin? Shot in the side. You don't say so. Jim Conklin. Poor boy. The youth saw that he would suffer no reproach from his friend. He had performed his mistakes in the dark. No one had actually seen him run, so he was still a man. By Jiminy, we are generated by a lot of lunkheads. Eh, maybe it's not their fault. Not altogether. They're doing the best like they can. It's just bad luck. Well, don't we fight like the devil? Don't we do all that men can? No man da dare ever say we don't fight like the devil. No man will ever say it. Henry, you think you fought the whole battle yesterday all by yourself? Why, no. I don't think I fought the whole battle yesterday. Hey, hey. The general! 
You boys shut right up. You've been jawing like a bunch of hens. All you got to do is to fight, and you'll have plenty of that in about ten minutes. Henry, you infernal fool! Don't you know enough when to quit? When there ain't nothing to shoot at? Oh. You alright? There ain't nothing wrong with you, is there? No. He was now a hero. The enemy's forming on the right. They'll be ready when they charge. Now, up old waterside, they think they'll break through. We're putting in the old 304th, although you look like a bunch of mule drivers. We'll all get killed if we stay here. This way! We have to get across that lot! Over the field went the scurrying mass of soldiers. In the road scramble, they saw that the color sergeant flew. Suddenly, they lunged for the flag. The youth walked into battle, into the mob of men. The fast and angry firings went back and forth. But the youth continued to the front, holding the flag. At last, the enemy began to weaken. Henry's regiment gazed about with looks of uplifted pride. They had proven the general wrong. Henry! Henry! Did you hear? Lieutenant of the General's mad ablazes. Well, what in Thunderation for? General says if we'd gone another hundred feet or so, we made a pretty success of it. What? Well, we went as far as we could. I wonder what does he want? He must think we went out there and played marbles. I should say, we did have awful luck. But Henry, that's not all. I heard the Colonel talking. You know the one way down by the, at the 27th? Oh, Henry, you just ought to heard. Heard what? Well, he was talking to the lieutenant right by me, and it was the darnest thing. He said, Colonel, who is that lad that was carrying the flag? Well, that was Henry Fleming. I saw him and that other fellow, Wilson, keeping the flag way out in the front. Then General says we deserve to be major generals. What do you think about that? Go to blazes. It's the truth, Henry. The youth exchanged a secret glance of joy and congratulations. The youth, still the bearer of the colors, became deeply absorbed as a spectator. Flew in from the world. They screamed and yelled like maniacs. Regiment bled extravagantly. We must charge him. We must charge him. The youth sprang to action. He kept the bright colors to the front. He felt the daring spirit of a savage. Henry! Henry! We're going to have to pull back! That band on the right! They're just not moving! Ha! Ah, the flag! We are not meal drivers! He had been to touch the great death. And found that, after all, it was but a great death. He was a man. Well, it's all over. It is. Within a little while, the regiment received the orders to retrace its way. Come on, boys, we're headed back. Oh, no. Here we go again. It's getting cloudy, Wilson. Well, we both did good. I'd like to see the fool what it say we both didn't do good. We deserve to be major generals. I'll go to blazes with your major generals. The processions of weary soldiers became a bedraggled train of despondent men marching through the mud under the low, wretched sky. Yet the youth smiled. He had rid himself of the red sickness of battle. The nightmare was in the past. Through the hosts of leaded rain clouds came a golden ray of sun.